Welcome to the Healers Rising podcast by Caitlin Diana and the Magic Beyond Boundaries team, where we explore what it means to be a lightworker, starseed, and multidimensional being, so you can live a life full of magic, expansion, and play, because we are, right now, creating the world we want to see. Violet and I went through your guys' list from Soul Talk Sunday of all the questions you asked and you were like, I want some channel perspective on this. And we chose two to start with today and we're gonna break these up so we don't do as many at once. But we chose two to start with today because we thought they were so relevant to so many of what, well, I guess just so many of the things you guys were bringing to the table and wondering about and curious about. And we thought they would be a great way to kick off SA summer 2021. So to give you guys a little bit of um, an idea here, I did my own channel, Violet pulled hers and channeling, we aren't necessarily gonna get the same answer unless we were channeling the same being, which we weren't. Yeah. So I was channeling a Tigetan Pleiadian and she comes through as the name Sayela too. And Violet was flipping forward into an arachnid form to pulse one of the spiders. And they have a very different way of communicating. And you guys will see that in the channels. So we're going to share the question that was asked, the responses, and then just give you guys a little bit of our, I guess, experience with that topic with students. And if you guys have questions, let us know in the chat as we go and we'll check into that um, and support you guys the best we can. So the first question that was asked, I thought this was kind of fun. Actually, Violet, should we do the the second one that we channeled first? Should we flip them? Sure. Yeah, let's flip them. Okay, let's flip them. (laughs) Um, So the first question that we're going to talk to you guys about then is, What's the easiest way to get in contact with the star beings who want to help us individually? Meditation? Can we request a crash course in connection? How do we do this? Anybody? Is that kind of like on your radar? You're like, I want to be able to talk to the aliens. I want to be able to talk to my spirit guides and anybody who's out there who gives a damn about my life and wants to help guide me. Bueller, is that you? It was me for a long time. And actually, before I even read this channel, I I remember like, six, seven years ago, I felt like such a failure because I couldn't hear from any of my guides. Like I didn't think I was getting any of the signs and symbols. I couldn't hear messages in my ears. I felt like I wasn't getting the guidance. And I thought that meant something big about me that maybe I didn't have guides or maybe nobody cared about me, or maybe I was here by myself. Like I made it mean a really big thing. I don't know if anybody else on here is like that, but I've had moments too, like through my own journey where they've come through really loud for a period of time and I've gotten really connected to certain members on my team. And then other times it's like radio silence for months. And I've gone through that where I've made that mean something about me and it it can feel sort of like anxious, like anxiety inducing when you're like so close to somebody and then all of a sudden you just are not seeing them or talking to them. It's the same with the people in our lives, I guess. Um, but yeah, that was one of the things that I had to learn was that our guides aren't necessarily and the people or the beings on our team aren't always going to be here loud all the time. Mm -hmm. So that was something I had to learn. And then also there was different things going on in my life at different times, right? Where maybe I wasn't allowing myself to get real quiet and spend time with them. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I think there's so many aspects to this. And one of the ones that humans don't realize too is that the beings that are on our soul tribes and our teams aren't there to tell us what to do, drag us around or make us do the right thing. Because a lot of what this earth experience is, is actually gathering all the information and making individual choice. And a lot of times the pressures or perceptions we put on these outside team members that are here to lend perception, that are here to remind us of different core values or skills that we have, things like this, as being our rescuers or this guiding light that's going to take us into where we we need to go stops them from actually bringing through the things that we need to hear about or we need to know. So those are some things we need to think about. All right, but let's hear the channels from this. I do you want to read yours first or do you think? Yeah, mine? sure. Mine's a little shorter, so it's probably better. Okay. <laughs> also, I, know, I haven't heard yours, so let's see what they yeah. said. What I find too is when, because a lot of the channeling I do is just different aspects of myself for the most part, um, is they tend to be a lot more the way that I see things, which is not black and white. It's very open-ended and just kind of like looking at angles instead of getting into specifics, whereas I notice yours can be very specific. So yeah, okay, so here's what I pulled through. Um, So the question was, what's the easiest way to get in contact with the star beings who want to help us individually? And I got, dear one, you are always in contact with your star family. You are intrinsically connected to them and only a call away, as one might say. You do not need to do anything special to be connected. You just are. What stops you from perceiving them is what you want to address to be able to pick up on the channels and the communications that much faster and in a stronger way. So I ask you, what is preventing you from feeling connected to them? That is what you want to address. Getting into a space of open curiosity, creativity, and communion will help. For those of you who choose to call us in only when things are not going well for you, well, we are here for you in those moments too, but we are also here for you in all the other moments when things are going well. Learn to recognize that we love you for who you are and do not need anything from you in the same way that you do not actually need anything from us. We are not more all-knowing than you. We are differently knowing and you have access to as much, if not more, than we do in your physical body if you would stop telling yourself that you do not. So get back to play, get back to exploration, recognize that we are here and you have a direct line to us at all times. Believe you can. And in that moment, I saw the scene from um, Peter Pan when they're all getting the fairy dust in, in the bedroom and flying around and they have to like believe that they can. And I heard, I kept hearing the song. Like you can fly, you can fly. <laughs> it was so funny. My team likes to talk to me in like Disney references because they're just like the perfect thing for me. So yeah, I really loved that message. Um, it wasn't specifically about how to connect. It was mostly just about, you know, believe that you can because you're always connected. Nice. And that goes a lot into what we've been talking about in HRA too, with um, starting to traverse through the 13th dimensional web and all of those pull pockets, right? So yeah, that really fits. Okay, this is what the Tigetan Pleiadian said. And you guys look at how different the tones are in this and the language used. So she said, most of who desires to connect with you is you. And so in that way, it is the honor and mission of the emerging human to do as much as possible to remove all of your barriers in allowing your full soul to arrive, to communicate from all levels of perception and possibility. 
To be a multidimensional human and to be in contact with your cosmic brethren, one must have access to an aspect of self that is the same. It is in that way that you begin to recognize others. When most begin to feel as though they are communicating with a guide or a friend, it is in fact their originator for this human extension of soul and first spark of you. And in this way, what you are beginning to receive guidance upon, if one will listen, is the reason you decided it would be fun to have this extension and avatar on this earth plane. And this, in turn, makes your experience so much more fun, as you can see through a new set of eyes what the dream was for yourself, even though you are separate and the same. So one must find all the ways possible to listen within the temple of one's own body, to play with how it hears and feels and tastes and sees, to get quiet enough to perceive the quicker and wider fields of information, and to get loud enough to make the waves that surface new information. It is through that full expression of the possibilities that the body, or possibilities of the body that you begin to make the space for all of you to have an arrival point. And that is to say that you will have an open receiver for more of your data streams and extensions to relay your information from soul or what you perceive as higher self, but is really creator self. From that point, you may start to recognize friends, others who you have traveled with before and who add to your experience and share your feelings and joy for this planet and all it has to offer. You may find camaraderie in your peers that are a part of the dream and you may find that many of you who believe to be only astrobodied also have a human avatar on Earth. How fun. Some of you will be in communications with many and some of you will be in communications with self, depending on your reasons and plan for this particular mission or experience on earth. Because not everyone is on mission, some are on individual quests for self-experimentation and fulfillment. You may find that no one is really ringing at all. You may have asked for space to express and try things on. Your upper lenses of dimensional expression must become fine-tuned if you desire to be in contact both with all of self and all of your circles. And so there are a multitude of ways a human vessel benefits in order, to, in order for this to happen. Removing as many of the toxins and inorganic materials from one's body as possible is a fine start, as well as stepping out of the energy pulls of life and into more of a creative juncture of fun and expression. One may also consider their diet and if it is numbing or slowing one's field or whether it is aiding in appropriate function. It is only one component though and should not become a detrimental focus. Take the appropriate longer term steps to clean up the body and surely with time and practice, you will find yourself unfolding and receiving information from self and others. Most of the communication you will receive from self and your star families will be through a telepathic line. And so spending time in meditation where there are no distractions will be key for you to be able to know when a call is incoming. If it is always busy in one's mind, how will you ever hear? You guys, like, how different was that tone? You know, yeah. well, it's crazy to me. The channels are so, they're so the same. Yeah, there was definitely some similarities, hey? Like even some same words here and there and general feedback about like you know play and exploration yeah 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 so we will type these up and um put it in a blog post for you guys to reread as well so you have it we'll put a link up a little bit later but what i will say from my experience on this level is a lot of times people are putting in 
the practice where it comes to like pulling the cards or trying to go into meditation, but they're leaving an aspect of themselves behind, which could be the physical body or the emotional body. And so when we are doing this work, it's really important to work on a little bit of all layers at the same time, instead of going all in on one layer at once. And so as an example, I might try and take out um, some of the toxins from my household. So like today, instead of using, um, what is that stuff? Uh, fabric softener that smells really good, you know, and then your clothes come out and you're like, mm, lemons. I made my own with wool dryer balls and essential oils. And so that takes a toxin out of my environment and it makes it easier for my body to breathe. And at the same time, I've added in more time for meditation and channeling and these experiences to grow that part of me. And at the same time, I'm really recognizing that there's a part of me on the emotional physical body that is craving time with my friends and live embodied humans. And so I'm considering the ways that I can bring that into my life. And so I, you guys, it's not about making mass adjustments all at once. It's about making the micro adjustments that matter. And every time you make a little one with all of those steps, it makes such a huge wave in your entire energy field, even though it doesn't feel like it in that moment. Now, the other thing I will say is that when you're first beginning, it is very unlikely that you will get a full transmission channel like this. As an example, when I was in with some of my students a couple of nights ago and we first got them channeling, they were getting like one symbol, one feeling, one word. And as your body begins to prime to this work, you will get a very minute amount at first, but it'll feel like you've kind of gone to work and it'll feel like, whoa, I got something. Or some of you may be like, well, that was nothing. <laughs> That's right? how it started for me too. Like it took yeah. me a long time to start channeling. Like, yeah, mine just started like two years ago, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So it definitely, it, it takes a lot. And the other thing is like giving yourself that quiet space, which was mentioned in your channel, it didn't come up in mine, but actually giving yourself that quiet space, because if we're always so busy, if our heads are busy and we're distracted and we're like consuming information and, you know, never giving ourselves a moment for like, just to quiet the noise, then we're not going to hear them because they're communicating, but we can't hear them because it's so noisy, right? It's like, if somebody called you on the phone, but your ringer is turned way down. And on top of that, you've got a ton of noise happening in your space. You're not even going to notice. Right. Yeah. One of the things that I would also recommend to you guys, even though, hey, oh, it might be kind of like to detriment to the community, is one of the things that really, really damages our human brain and vessel. And because of our oxytocin and dopamine receptors, is mindless scrolling on social media and having your notifications on for text messages, for phone calls, for all of these things. Because when your body is getting those constant dopamine hits, it starts to need more and more and more and more and so loud for you to get those nudges. So we have to do a little bit of a detox from that as well. And we really have to protect those centers and hormonal zones in the brain if we want to be able to receive this kind of data, because chances are, if you're so used to getting those micro hits 10,000 times a day, 
you're going to have a very difficult time hearing an even smaller, subtler micro hit mm -hmm. when this information comes in because it does use your hormones. It does use your new neurology. It uses all of the systems of the body. And it's quiet when it it's first It's so comes quiet. In. So even we'll, now it's quiet. You have to really be paying attention to it. Like there's been months over the last little while when I haven't been channeling, I haven't been communicating with my guides because I was so busy with other things. And I knew that that's what it was. I was just filling up my space, my body, my brain with just so much. And that's one of the things that happens. You kind of tune out the other channels because it's, you're too loud over here. And so you can't pick up over there. Yeah. And I think that's something we can do a whole discussion on too, Violet. So let's put that in our data bank for another um, conversation day. Yeah. Okay. So the next question we asked, which is kind of an interesting one is, were the new collectives always there? Were they shy? Did you have to get to know one set before another stepped up? And so we both brought through a channel perspective on this. And then I also have some human lensing from my experience of being a bridge with so many of you that I'm going to share as well. So Vi, why don't you read yours first again? Yeah. So again, this was my arachnid level of self that was coming through. Um, and she said, there's so much more around you that you do not perceive. Once one opens up to the levels and layers around them, they are then able to perceive so much more. But these things happen in stages for most. If you were able to perceive everything there is all at once in this human body, you would not be able to survive it, which made me laugh. I don't know why it's just a funny way of wording that. <laughs> um, so the next part was not that you couldn't begin to access the info or that you wouldn't be able to do with it what you want, but that it would not be supportive and your physical body would not allow you to. The experience that you are currently having is meant for a specific purpose. And so that would be a disservice and a distraction. So were the collectives always there? Yes and no. The concept of time is an interesting one. And of course, some things are born and at different times. And so it's easy to say that something wasn't always there, but with the intention of it and the fact that time is not linear, it's also possible to say that they were always there, <laughs> which is a very like convoluted, like around and around in circles way of saying there's a lot of collectives out there that you're not aware of because your physical body is just not picking up that information. And also this really interesting concept of how time works, <laughs> which is like a whole, you know, quantum science situation that I wouldn't even know how to explain fully, but the basically what they were showing me was if, if something exists over here, that ultimately means that it also exists over here, whether it whether you're picking up on that or not. It was, yeah. And maybe Caitlin can talk about how time works. That might even be its own conversation, but. I think uh, the, the best summation of time we've ever seen is from The Good Place, the Jeremy Baramy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Jeremy Baramy, if you guys haven't seen it. <laughs> Jeremy Baramy, everybody needs to go look that up and then you'll understand time. <laughs> There's awesome clips on YouTube, FYI on that. Yeah. Okay, so this is what came through through Say All The Two. Um, many of these new collectives being able to be communicated with and perceived on your planet are now being picked up due to the widening of perception and abilities of some of the advancing humans to broaden the capabilities of their human bodies beyond the first few dimensions of existence. 
Many of you have been taught that there is one word or way of being that allows for channeled or transcripted information to arrive, where in fact, light language and communications are much more complex than that. So I'm just going to pause there for 30 seconds. Um, what she was referring to, what she was showing me is how people perceive that they have to turn on like their third eye or they have to turn on their clairvoyance, right? Like they think they have to just turn on these clairs and it's such a limited point of view about how the entire ecosystem of the body receives that it's at almost like a detriment to the ability to communicate with all of these beings. And so that's why they were talking about why these advancing humans, the ones that are starting to make these big bridge connections and bring this in, they're not using those things anymore, but they are. It's like everything is and it is not at the same time. It's, it's such an interesting convolution. Okay. So then she goes on to say, um, one may only need a few of their lenses to fire to receive information from a Pleiadian where they might need a different set entirely for a nice Torga to call. This is not because we use different ways of communication to speak, but more to do with the amount of space time a communication must cross to arrive at the intended recipient. You wonder why your communications are continuously being upgraded to the 5G and beyond. Oh, just wait for the reactions when the 48G and above arrive on planet Earth in a not too distant time from now. <laughs> oh. You know, that's going to be a fun conspiracy theory too. Um, the ways in which you perceive faster are just an expression and there is more for you to experience yet. To the latter, there are many races and species not yet documented by your even most aware channels and prophets on earth at this time. And this is only because of what I explained in space, time and dimensions of arrival, but that will come. So in that way, what you perceive as new always was and is just arriving to your lenses of perception. In addition, there are newer or hybridized races and species, and this will continue to be so as we have so many more travelers now than ever before. Um, in that last statement that she was explaining to me, she was showing me how many of the different races are like commingled. And so she was showing me pictures, even on earth, how we're aiding to that. So for example, if someone from like an Asian origin chooses to procreate with somebody from with like African um, origination, as they come in there and their source points combine, it creates this brand new web of consciousness that wasn't accessible before. And so this is why you'll see like, and she was showing me in the next couple of years, we're going to see a lot more mixed race couples and we'll see less and less of people feeling like they want to gravitate only or be attracted even only to people who are from the same descent as them. So that was kind of interesting as well, but she was showing me that in pictures, not words. Yeah. Um, so from my experience, like from a totally human lensing, when we ever, when we use the words like new collective, it's because there's been a collective that nobody else on the internet has channeled talked to or allowed to arrive through their lenses of perception that has made contact through one of our students or clients. That's usually how it works. They show us an aspect of self and they start transcribing information from wherever they're from, what needs to be known. And they start bringing in other beings that need to know that that's where, who they are and where they're from, because it starts to make their human life make sense. And so um, even in the pod I was in with my students two nights ago, there was a new collective that bridged into me and they call themselves the Meatu Amu. And I don't know 
anything about them yet, but they just started priming. And so in the next little bit, I will likely have a full ambassador come forward and do a big transcription of who they are, what they're about, where they're from, like kind of what their people here, like why they have extensions and avatars running on this planet, um, what they're here for. So that will be really cool. And it happens almost every time. Um, another thing that happens is as these new collectives come in, we get more and more information about what is actually happening on planet Earth. And all of our Healers Rising members will tell you we have been keeping them about three to six months in advance energy updates of what the governments are going to do, what the world economics are going to do, what all of the like natural disasters and Earth is going to do because of these bridges with these collectives. They show us all of these things from their perception of time. And so by having these communications and meeting all these new beings, we get so many more, um, like, I guess, perceptions, perspectives, all these different things to look at to make the whole picture come together. So there's so much value in being that intergalactic bridge and having communication with all these beings. And then when it comes true in real time, you're like, Damn, I'm good. Yeah, like, <laughs> like all this, the natural disasters that you were predicting, was it back in January 1st? January 21. Yeah. And you were like, all the storms, and it's just been going like crazy. It's like ugh, almost like almost everything was exactly to the dates. So I was like, yeah. here, 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 here. Like, and some things can change. Like, you know, absolutely. timelines can absolutely change. And so, it's possible that you would predict something that was likely to happen, but then something changes and then it doesn't. But yeah, you've been pretty on with a lot of your predictions. Um, so the other the other part of that was the part that came out of my channel was that um, most people tend to open up in stages, which is another part of mm -hmm. this whole conversation is sometimes we are not in a place where we are able to pick up on certain information or connect with certain collectives because we're just not there as individuals um, in our journey, like where we need to be to meet them. Like sometimes we meet people and beings and connect with them at different times because we've reached a certain level in our own journey where now we need them to come in and give us that information, not that we need anyone, but it's just like a timing thing, right? And then the other thing is like, how much work are you doing to open up your own lenses so that you can perceive more? Like Caitlin, this, was it the last Starseed Accelerator that we did in February, March? Mm -hmm. You were connecting with like around 60 some odd collectives. And yeah, then I think we were up to 78 by the end and of And then that. through that accelerator, through meeting all of you guys, it's like over 150 now. Yeah, we're we're up over 150. So that's another part of it too, is the connections with each other as humans on this planet. Like one of the way, one of the main ways that Caitlin has met so many collectives is through working with different people because you guys bring them through. If you're that starseed, if you're that being, um, if you have connections with them that otherwise Caitlin doesn't like, right? So um, shutting ourselves off from other people is a really good way to slow ourselves down in a lot of ways as well. We just slow down the timelines of earth in general. Like when we isolate and we separate like that, we slow down the ability for this entire timeline to roll forward and everything that is going to come back into a more cohesive uh, unit here as a species here on this planet it does get slowed when we play that separation isolation game. So 
that's one of the reasons we do these accelerators, right? It's, it's a lot about like laying down your boundaries and your barriers and starting to go, okay, you know what? I am a part of planet earth. I am part of this collective. I am here. I signed up for this. Like here I am. This is what I'm all about. Who are you? Let me see you. And really starting to train people to see other beings at their highest potential and core light. And it's something that, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about as this whole accelerator comes through, but it's one of the most powerful ways to activate other beings is to be able to see their maximum potential for their highest chosen mission quest or timeline. They come on board so much faster. So that's something we will focus in a little bit on. All right. That was our two questions we decided to channel today. If you guys have some questions or follow-up from this, for sure, throw it down in the chat for us. Hashtag replay if you're watching this on the replay so we actually get notified and can see what you guys are up to. And as always, if you have more topics you guys want to bring in for Violet and I to touch on and to go deeper with or get really existential on, just let us know. We're here to help you guys accelerator um, the best way we know how. Sending big hugs. We'll see you later this week.